Hello, my mothers, others, and everyone in between. It's Linda here. And today I want to share a little bit of my philosophy of giving fewer fucks. You heard that correctly. And what unconditional love has to do with it. I hope you're intrigued. I know they are seemingly unrelated concepts, but I'm going to weave it all together for you in just a second. And so how did I get on this track? Well, let me tell you, I created a poll and I was like, hey, ladies of my tribe, what would you like help with right now? Building your dream business, um, being a better friend, uh, self-care, you know, just a lot of different things that I thought might come up as stuff you want to work on right now, right? And interestingly, one of my options was simply giving fewer Fs about what the world thinks of you. And wouldn't you know it, everyone picked that one. And so there you have it. Giving fewer fucks, how to do it, and why it matters. Hey, have you ever felt other because you're not a mother? Or wondered why motherhood and otherhood are the only defined options for womanhood? Want to feel whole no matter the fruit of your womb? Yeah, me too. It's time for a new paradigm. Are you ready? Welcome to Ladies Like Us. I'm your host, Linda Lysing. Join me as we swap those narrow definitions with real, diverse, and inclusive stories that dig into the full spectrum of mothering mojo, including motherhood missed, motherhood dissed, we're going to coach a little, empower a lot, ask the good questions, and massively celebrate life choices. So, whether you're childless, motherhood curious, ambivalent, child-free, or a self-defined mother of any kind, this space is for you. Sound good? Let's do it. Hello. This is Linda, and I am here to just chat with you a little bit about giving fewer fucks. <laughs> um, you're probably wondering where I'm going with this, and those of you that know me know that I'm not necessarily someone that cusses a lot or says fuck this, fuck that, although I do sometimes. But what I want to talk about is the energy around giving fewer fucks and what I mean by this. So when you think about saying something like, I could give an F, right? I'll just say F for a few times so that I don't overuse this word. But if you think like, I can give an F, that's challenging, right? That's like somebody encroached upon you and you are just smacking it back. So nope, not letting it in. And then when you think about someone who gives no fucks, like that's probably on some level, what we might aspire to be, like how how cool to not care, right? To just be like, yeah, whatever occurs to me, I can just feel free about and unburdened. And that's probably good for the person feeling it, but probably not so great for the people that have to deal with that person. Um, unless we trust that everyone who gave no fucks was relatively speaking good and that their impulses were, were, um, pleasant, <laughs> then that's fine. But generally speaking, I think most of us would agree that that would be a very annoying, tough person to be around, especially for those of us who 
you know, give, give enough, right? So what I mean by giving fewer fucks is very specific. And this is to say, what are those fucks we give? I think you probably know on some level that these are things that we feel burdened by, judged by. Um, maybe we don't even know why anymore, right? Like, it could be the way we look. It could be our life choices. I mean, some of these things could be really big, like, like life choices, or they can be like not leaving the house without makeup because there's this perception that you have to be a certain way. Otherwise, people will, will talk about you, judge you, what have you. So that's the energy that I'm talking about. And I'm just gonna take you through a little bit of how I arrived here to even want to talk about this and work with this. Like, seriously, too. I'm being cheeky here, but like, I, I really mean to say that giving fewer Fs will liberate you. We're trying to release that energy so you have the energy to do the stuff that you actually care about. So, so with that, I'm going to just talk a little bit about how I got to coaching. So, yeah, I was living in New York City and working with brides and I loved working with them. They have a lot of needs as they're going through that time in their life. And I found that I was really good at talking to them and helping them like kind of broach and get to that next space in their life. And I remember thinking to myself, you know, it'd be really cool if I didn't have to sell a dress, if I actually could just work with the person because I really enjoy this. Another um, backdrop to my story is that I was married and somewhat newly married and ready to start a family. And so I embarked on that journey. And as you know, it's a complex one. Sometimes it goes really smoothly and sometimes it doesn't. And so going at it kind of with all the gusto of newlyweds and au naturel and all that stuff. And it soon became apparent that there were some physical issues, perhaps psychological issues, most likely. Couple that with things like unemployment, which naturally bring the energy down and our relationship starting to degrade, that didn't happen for me. So what happened then is I did get divorced and, you know, um, thinking to myself, huh, well, I'm like on the brink of 40 and I don't have a child. I don't have a husband. Like, hmm. I don't know why, but I still feel like I want to be a mother, right? So I, I decided to pursue single motherhood. And so that was a whole new journey. And long story short, I got involved in a relationship that looked like it would take me there. And I moved across the country and it was a very difficult move. I was trying to become part of his family. He had kids from his previous relationship and it just didn't work out. <laughs> and the thing about it is like all journeys in hindsight, like I'm grateful that it didn't in a way. And I think that once I was able to release that that drive to create motherhood, I could actually see like a bigger path before me. And so I figured out my peace with it, truly. But once I got to coaching, 
I really thought back to that time, how much I wished that there had been some space to talk about this journey, you know, because it's complex. I mean, it's like, um, is it your body? Is it like, are you on the right path? If what happens if I don't become a mother? What happens if I do? You know, these are such big questions. And I thought, gosh, I don't know. I don't know of any coach doing this work. So I decided that was going to be my specific niche. Now, here's the thing, though. As I get further into this niche, what I really realize is that there can be this element of what I call existential anxiety. And what do I mean by that? It's like, am I making the right life choices, right? Like, is where I am in life where I'm supposed to be in life? Now, obviously, everyone feels that on some level. That's just the human condition. But I think for someone who is a non-mother of a certain age and feeling like she doesn't have all the time in the world, like there has to be a decision point. It's kind of crazy. Like, you know, you have all these years where you're trying like hell not to get pregnant until all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, you know, I have to now or like should or get off the pot. And it's such a multi-layered decision. And I think that when it happens in, in a relationship where you have the nest, you have the circumstances, it's much easier. When you, when you have to like concoct all that stuff and make it happen, that's hard. So when I think about existential anxiety and you think about shit, what does a complete life look like? And if I don't become a mother, will I be incomplete? That's such a huge question. And so, again, no simple answer. But I think what I arrived at was the idea of, I knew I wanted to be a mother. I knew I wanted a child. I also know that on some level, in a way that I didn't even realize, I had also had this messaging that said, being a good daughter means... I will give my parents grandchildren. And when that didn't happen, and I really kind of explored a little bit more, and I uncovered that that was still driving me on some level. I kept thinking, like, how else can I make it happen? How else can I make it happen? And and when I realized, like, a big part of me still wanted to be a good daughter, it was a real revelation for me. And so what I realized... And maybe this was a little bit of my um, giving fewer fucks journey, but it was like, okay, they're allowed to be sad that, you know, they don't have grandchildren through me, right? And I'm allowed to still feel like I'm a good daughter and that I'm enough. And yeah, and that was a big, that was a big step for me, you know, because like I, I can keep feeling like there's something else I need to do for them. But ultimately, my happiness is my own responsibility, as is theirs. So anyway, getting back to the topic at hand, I think the thing about giving fewer fucks is about lessening judgment, right? And so the more your life looks different from the house and the picket fence and the two children, like the easier it is to feel kind of outsidery, um, not the norm. And you feel, again, you might feel good inside when you're just in your life. But when you start to think about how society might look at you, that kind of 
fucks with your happiness, right? And so that's where I got to why I wanted to do this work. But I think it starts in much smaller doses. So I liken it to, I think all, like most of us women can relate to body issues and thinking about like, I I know I, I like lipstick. Some women are like, oh, if I wear lipstick, it means... I want people to look at me and, and, and I'll be judged at, or like how much skin you're showing. And some people love to show it. Other people are like, don't feel worthy. You know, I had this, um, epiphany recently where I realized the last time I wore a bikini was when I was five. Yep. And I think about well, why is that? <laughs> And I know it's because, you know what, like, I don't think my abs are allowed to see this light of day. Like, just that's it's not my gift in this world, right, in, in this lifetime. But then I thought, well, why? Like, who cares, right? But it, that's easier said than done. I wasn't like, okay, let me slap a bikini on. I took a micro step, and one day I decided to wear a shirt that was slightly cropped, and I showed, like, what, an inch of skin at my waist, And I was like, oh, wow, look at this. I didn't die. And think about that. That was like this little internal shift for me. It felt like I had to be brave, even though it's like nobody probably noticed, right? And that's how a lot of these little fucks are. Like nobody really is like staring at you so hard to give you that judgment. And if they are, I mean, that's more on them, right? So, anyway, let's get back to some more fucks that we can give less of. So, a lot of judgment from within seems like it's judgment from the world. Here's some of the ones that specifically come from the niche I coach. I'll be left behind in life. People will feel sorry for me. I wasn't able to have it all. Not desirable. I don't have it together. I'm not chosen. I'm damaged goods. It's too late for me. I failed at life. You know, I mean, these these are hard ones, right? And I think that in some of my darkest times, um, yeah, I felt like, wow, you know, I just, somehow I just couldn't have it all. And what's all? And that's where I really dug deep. And when I started to ask the question, what does a complete life look like? Who decides what a complete life looks like? Who decides, right? Like, who are we letting decide what a complete life looks like? And I realized, like, I freaking love my life, you know? And I don't have to take that outside judgment and internalize it and give myself a hard time about it. I think it's really important to know the origin and again why give fewer fucks it's just to release the hold on that energy now for what that's that's for you to discover like if you if you are missing that layer of needing to give so many fucks what what could you do like what couldn't you do that's my point So the energy of giving too many fucks. One classic example is like someone who doesn't seek help they need because they're worried about judgment. I think that's super common. I suppose a lot of men 
might do that. Martyrs, they give too many fucks about what everyone else is doing and needing. They're taking it on as their own to hold their energy and attention and thereby avoid dealing with their own life. So think about that. Nobody's really asking you to do it, but it makes you feel sort of useful to be there and do that. But what, what are you really doing there? You're, you're avoiding your own life and you're not taking responsibility for what you need to do for your own, right? I mean, that's possible. So just ask you to kind of examine that energy. And lastly, judgment from within and without. Like I said, often like the fucks given are touted as how the world will judge you when in fact they're projections of your own judgment of yourself and the world. So remember, you're whole no matter what. Okay? So think about who decides what a complete life looks like. You know, what, what does your whole life look like? Being brave and stepping into this space helps you take responsibility for creating that next step towards your ideal life. And so start small. You know, what's, what's one less fuck you can give today? Like I said, whether it's like you don't wear makeup somewhere or maybe it's you say no to something, you know, without over explaining why you're saying no, just no. And holding, holding your ground with that. And this is going to bring me to my next space, which is unconditional love. So fewer fucks, unconditional love. They don't sound like they would be in the same talk, I know, but this is what I want to offer. I think that we get unconditional love wrong. And what do I mean by that? So we think that that those are people that accept us unconditionally, right? And it's more about like what feels like they're accepting us unconditionally. I learn a lot from other coaches and Brooke Castillo is, is somebody who I always learn from and she offers this really, really great shift in understanding it. So let's say you speak your truth, right? So you say that no to somebody and they have a bad reaction, right? So what might go through your mind? You're like, oh man, like, you know, here I am trying to be brave, give fewer fucks, and then look what happens, right? They don't react the way you want them to. And here's the thing. Everyone's allowed to act the way they want to, right? Like we don't have control over them. So you think to yourself, I spoke my truth, right? unconditional love, it seems like they should accept me and that's unconditional love, but that's not what it is. Unconditional love is you standing in your truth, speaking your truth to someone you care about, allowing for them to have any reaction that comes naturally to them, right? They're allowed to feel their feelings and react and you love them anyway. So you love them in spite of how they behave. Maybe they behave exactly as you wish, and maybe they don't, but that's what unconditional love is. And so, you know, you being braver, giving fewer fucks, 
and also allowing unconditional love to the people around you as you grow, this is how this comes together. And this is what I'm working hard on right now because I put everything through my own machinery, you know, and sometimes it's baby steps, sometimes it's big leaps, but again, allowing for people to know the true you and get out of people pleasing that doesn't feel good and living more in integrity. I mean, that's what this is about. That's what this journey is about. So I hope that makes sense. Incremental bravery, my lady. That's what it's all about. Decide for yourself what fewer fucks you can give. Start small. Like I said, bravery, um, you know, you don't have to slay that big dragon <laughs> with your with your first attempt. Just do something small that only you would notice and see how it feels to be on the other side of that action. Keep doing it. Rinse, repeat, keep doing it. Eventually, your life will take shape in the way that you want it to how you envision what looks complete and luscious and fun to you. So I wish you luck on this journey. Um, hoping to share my giving fewer F's meditation next week. So uh, stay tuned for that if you're a meditator and I will talk to you soon.